Welcome back, everyone. How's it going? I am Josh. I, I will get that cue at some point in time correct. Uh, I get like this. I, when he goes like this to point, he does this. I'm like, eh, but it's, it's, the, it's the down that is the key to go. Got to cock it first. Yeah, right. cock it and lay it down. Uh, I am Josh in the studio with Zach and Matt. Happy Monday yeah. to you. If you're thinking you're having a bad Monday... It could Get be ready a, for it to be worse. It could, it, it could be a lot worse. Uh, we have we have an exciting show. Personal stories abound uh, about Matt's no about Zach's relationship and possible animals being involved. Uh, some uh, TSA nightmares going down. Our uh, special guest Donnie Bovine is going to be joining us next. Uh, I have a story that I read that caught my attention, and I wanted to see uh, what you guys thought about it. A twelve-year-old boy. Uh, either plays a practical joke or is just a kind of a, a jerk to his mom and uh, buy takes her credit card and goes crazy. I'd say I, this is more than a practical joke okay. of what, what he pulls off here. So the story goes that he hates hearing the word no, and he told his mom he wanted to go on an adventure. He wanted to go out for an adventure. Mom said no, so he steals the credit card, convinces his nanny to give him uh, his passport. I'm not sure how he did that. <laughs> Surprising. Buys a ticket to, uh, what was it? Uh, Bali, I Bali. believe, is yeah. where he... I was going to say Copacabana. Yeah, buys why. a ticket to Bali. All Again, a four-day expenses-paid trip. He sure. has the hotel and the luxury, you know, the nightlife. Tells his parents he's going to school. Hops a train. Goes to the airport. Hops a plane. Lands. Checks into his hotel. Mom then realizes when he doesn't come home from school that something's up. <laughs> something's amiss. Yeah. So tracks it down. All of a sudden, she looks and notices that she, she bought a plane ticket to um, uh, Bali. Bali, thank you. Uh, and, and then has to then buy her own plane ticket to go retrieve her son from Bali. And then when, when asked about it, uh, does he have any regrets about doing it or does he feel bad? He said, no, I wanted to go on an adventure and that's exactly what I had. Totally uh, worth Don't it. let your dreams be dreams, says that's that right. kid. Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys. I grew up in a household. Um, there, there would have been some pain, some pain involved. Sure. Physical, physical pain. Not right. abuse, not abuse. <laughs> Physical pain involved with that with that return. Some might say rightfully so. <laughs> For first impression, this is one of those things. As somebody who's not a parent, but will have to be at some point, I love to be able to point and laugh at a story like this. Just to, just very surface look at this and be like, well, that's just bad parenting. That's where you went wrong there. You could have. I mean, you, you should have had a handle on that that kid. Um, I'm, I'm a little bummed first because uh, in the stories I sent over for the show, I had this one typed up and then took it out because I'm like, we're not going to talk about that. That won't. They, they won't want to talk about that. Now I can't take credit for it. So I thought I'd just that is true. artificially kind of put myself <laughs> in here and say that I, I didn't know I, that we were keeping score. I found yeah, this I first, um, but, but it is what it is. Hilarious, I guess, like Kevin McAllister. But if in Home Alone 2, he actually intentionally hopped a flight international and didn't yeah. just accidentally go to New York. I love this. I, I love it because to me, this is a kid who's like, this kid sees the world in the way adults wish it was, right? Like you could just go to the airport and and put your credit card on the table and say, whatever it costs, go ahead, book me a four-day trip. I want to go on an and adventure. And he's on his way. I love it. I wish that was the way the world was, and it's it's an, it's it's heartwarming to see a kid who sees the world that way. So yeah. I I will say this in uh, if I would have if 
let's say one day my son grow, grows up and takes my credit card and tries to go buy a last minute flight, all expense paid trip to Bali. Yeah. And the card gets accepted, then good for you. Like, you know, <laughs> that's like, hey, wow. I'm not even mad. Yeah, yeah, you would think at any point during this process, there would have been something to stop this kid. Nope. I mean, but, no, okay, no. but again, so that's the, the, the mom tried, tried to get mad at the airline, and he, he was 12, sure. had his passport, student ID, and a ticket. I am surprised he made it that far. I, I feel like maybe is that is that an international thing? Because I feel like in America, if you try to get away with that, they'd be like, "Yeah, we're gonna call your parents." No, there. As long as you have a ticket, have your passport and the ID that verifies who you are, you're square. You're square. Like at twelve years at, old. Because I think really the, the problem that they would have is if at any moment the kid felt like, "Oh, you're like being mean to me or slowing down my process," then some mad mom is calling and his dad's waiting for him right. at the gate. You know, it was one of because twelve, you're old enough to kind of navigate a little bit. You know, I you guess. Can, I mean, when I was I mean, 12, clearly he is. When I, I was twelve, I was staying home by myself, like during the summers and watching Matlock. Watching Matlock, I, I got to make my own pizza in the That's oven. Right. And I could do make those. my own hot pockets. Yeah, I was yeah. good. I was good. Um, I'm not saying I ever thought about taking a credit card and going to Bali. Sure, but that's because I didn't have the imagination. Yeah, yeah. I'd assume no way this woman gets any kind of refund, right? Like, she eats that ticket. I can't imagine the airline's going to be like, well, for PR purposes, we'll refund you or anything. Like, no way, right? They're going to, I mean, she's going to pay full he got price. got the flight, didn't he? Right. Yeah. You, you flew. As far as they're concerned, that's, that, that deal's done. So she's got to eat the cost of this. But what a great story, right? What a heartwarming Memories thing. Memories that will last forever. This kid can look back on, like, yeah. that time I flew to Bali, right? That, that kid will either be a famous entrepreneur or be in prison. Oh, one <laughs> of the two things yep. will happen to that, that You that have kid. drawn a line in the sand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or both. You're going one way or the other. You're either going to make it uh, or you're going to break it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to keep track of them. Uh, we're going to come right back with our special guest, David Bovine. Bovine. I was going to say Bovine, but it's Bovine. I got it right the first time. You did. David Bovine. He's a success coach. We're talk about ways to possibly improve the TSA coming up next on the Lunch Break Show. How's it going? Um, 
So there seems to be some confusion. I believe I called you David, which is incorrect. Yeah, it's not David. I swear I said Donnie. We're Billy Bob today, so it's <laughs> We okay. had like a, like a 20 minute conversation before the show started. Uh, so focused focus on the last name. It's yeah. Don't even bother right. with the first name. Yeah. I get bovine right. <laughs> so uh, we, 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 we brought you in. You're a success coach, entrepreneur, all of these things. And we were having a discussion beforehand okay. about a situation that happened on a flight. On a flight back from Paris to uh, the, the U.S., she's from Colorado. On this flight, Delta gave her an apple. A woman. A woman. Yes. Yeah. On the, the apple uh, had a plastic wrap around it and had the little Delta logo on it, and she put it in her bag. And I'm not really hungry right now, but I may be hungry later on on the, the, the trip. Gets to go into customs. They grab the apple and go, it's a $500 fine for bringing fruit that you didn't claim into the U.S. <laughs> this was in the Delta bag. In, no, it was in a the Delta wrapper with a Delta sticker on it. Well, I mean, that's... But again, okay, yeah. just Delta thinking, packaging. Yeah, so, Delta, Delta packaging. So she was not trying to hide it. They uh, just handed it to her. Well, she put, yeah, she, she, they handed it to her on the flight. You get free, you know, free food and stuff on the flight. Uh, they didn't tell her. She's going to fly for Delta for free for the rest of her life. <laughs> uh, one would hope. What a, what a payday. So they could have uh, fined her up to $1,000. They chose to only fine her the 500 we got to make an example of criminals like this. How, well, how gracious of but them. But ultimately, right. ultimately, rules are rules. There's a rule you can't. No, I'm oh, saying. Oh, come on. Right. Come on. You can't bring fruit in right. to the U.S. There's from a rules country. and then, there, then there's common sense. Sure. Right. <laughs> but does the TSA run on rules or they run on common sense? You have to run on, on rules. So she broke a rule. Now, the only no, part. She that didn't break a rule, right? They gave her something. Yep. She chose to take it with her. She didn't break yeah. a rule. But, that's, but that is breaking the rule. If you can't bring fruit I would not in. Have, I would not have assumed that would have fallen no. under the illegal fruit category. And you would have been. <laughs> Short came $500. From, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is if it does, then I think Delta probably ought to update their packaging well, saying and you I, can't take this off of an international flight. Yeah, and the same token. Okay, cool. That's breaking the rule. Don't find me. It's your fruit. Here, have your fruit back. And she tried <laughs> that. She said, can I eat it right now or throw it away? And like, just, I won't bring it in. And they said, no, you already broke the fine because we caught it. If you had it in your hand or whatever it is, we but because it. you know we what were, <laughs> that guy was bored that day, yeah, and he yeah. was like, "I need some excitement in my life. I gotta yeah. find somebody. <laughs> right. How can I make the local news? Right. What yeah. can I do?" So that was the conversation we were having about like just the TSA and the Homeland Security, all that in particular. What a horrible job that right. must be to deal with. Because we've all been to the airport and seen like that a lot of times airports. Some for some reason you lose all humanity in there, and it's just. <laughs> craziness mm -hmm. and Zach made the comment that he wished we could just take whatever like a higher tax break whatever it is to pay the TSA people more right to be happier well I, I think I was talking to Matt about this before the show the baseline for me the TSA kind of doesn't work right that's step one it doesn't like okay. they've, they've run yeah let me that's let me a get bold my, statement let me get my <laughs> yeah. In 2015, the Department I don't of Homeland this Security. Right. Now, hear me out. In 2015, the Department of Homeland Security ran 90 tests across the United States at various airports, small ones, big ones. They tried to run guns, drugs, anything they could through the TSA. They didn't tell them they were doing it. They were like, "We're just going to give it a shot." Right? 87 of those tests failed. 87 of those they got guns through sure. TSA, no problem. Right? That is a 95% failure rate. The head of the TSA at that time stepped down. Because that was that bad. Like, they were like, yeah, that didn't work. Yeah. 
In 2017, they did it again. They ran 17 tests, 16 of them failed. That's an 80% failure rate. The TSA kind of doesn't work. Like, they don't catch things as well as they should, right? They, they catch in- 100% of the Delta fruit that comes through. <laughs> right. This is my point. You see where I'm going. So it kind of doesn't work. Like, it's the illusion of security. And my point is this. If we're going to have it, security theater on, on Facebook. Thank you, Andy. If we're going to have it, right, can we be a little bit more cheery about it? Like, if, if we have to go through TSA that probably doesn't work anyway, can yeah, but, we be but, a little happier? Yeah, but look, but nobody raised their hand at three years old and said, I can't wait to be a TSA agent. It's true. Right? So you're trying to motivate people that aren't in a spot to be motivated or right. happy. Right, right, right. right. And, that, and, and that's, you're not going to throw enough money at it to to make them happy in I, the first I, place. I think we can, though. I, that, that's <laughs> my point. Whatever, Wherever TSA money is, is accrued, right, wherever that comes from, whether that be taxes or some kind of, like, I, I don't know where. I don't know enough about finance to know where that comes from. Well, it's getting to the point where I'm about, like, you finance it. This comes out of your pocket. Right. Let's throw enough money. No, no not me. I don't want to pay the taxes on it. Right? I think I think everybody <laughs> can ship in an extra 50 cents or whatever on their taxes. I know I'm, I'm talking about taxing a nation here, but... <laughs> Can we give TSA people an extra couple bucks or something and add a byline that no. says, by the way, you have to be happy? At least fake being happy? It, it won't work. Why? Because it's not about the money that they're making. Because mm-hmm. we've had the conversation before here in studio that no matter how much you make, that's how much you spend. Yeah, but here, here this just ran in my mind. Yeah, yeah. They do it at Disney World. Right? Yeah. They pay people to be happy yeah, yeah, on a regular basis, which means they hire for it. So so is the problem maybe not the pay scale. Yeah. It's how they're hiring these sure. people and not getting the right people in the, in the right seats in the first place. Right. Like, it's a, it's a matter of presentation. All right. I, I think you can try to look happy and try to look like you're having a pleasant time, even though you're totally not, right, at, at the airport. And then and, and as soon as you catch somebody, as soon as you get somebody who's like, oh, let's take, take them in the back and book them, Dano, then you can be all frowns. Then you can be as scary as you want. You're the TSA. Why not? But, like... <laughs> At the initial, so do you appearance, want to put everybody in like costumes and stuff, and you know, you sing songs of, and like, dance? And likes, <laughs> that's right. Nobody likes going through the TSA. All right. And the way I see it, if including we gotta the do people it, that work there, exactly. And the way if we got to do it, people should be happier for it. So I mean, like, why not? But I mean, Donnie makes a good point that there are people who are uh, who are uh, lovely people who are making minimum wage. You go everywhere yes. and you find people who 100%. love their jobs that are not making a ton of money. Yes. And on then the vice versa is true. There are people who are making a ton of money that are just miserable a-holes. Right. So, like, I think that, yeah, maybe the problem is either the way they're hiring people or that just being in that job is just kind of miserable. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And there's so probably it, no, you're just dealing with people who are awful right, all and, day long. And, and, right, and this this leads into my point about like the success rate. Like It kind of doesn't work anyway. It turns out the people who are miserable still aren't doing their job all that well. <laughs> so I don't know. Like Maybe we should just kind of fake it till we feel it, right? I don't know. No, that to, doesn't work either. Yeah, no, it, has, <laughs> it has to do with culture. They needed to change the culture of culture of that job. And change the mindset of why they're doing what they're doing. Well, I just I don't know. Is TSA government run? Yeah, that's your problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean by that is, is if you will one hundred percent outsource that to a company, yep, they'll fix it in a matter of a few months because the government doesn't run like business. Right. So you actually outsource it to somebody who runs a business and say fix this. Give them three, four months, and they'll have a team together that that totally transform this, and it's not hung up in a bureaucracy of I've got to please everybody. Yeah. Yep. No, they're in the game of how do I turn this into money. Yeah. Right. Which will completely transform. And they realize, hey, one of our biggest hangups is so many things are getting through. 
how much money do I have to raise, sell, whatever else to fix that problem? Oh, right. people aren't happy when people are going through. That's slowing down the process. Now I got to fix the hiring problem. Now it becomes a business issue yeah. and not some bureaucracy issue. No, that's that's valid. I think, Josh, what do you think? So, so as a said, because that's what you do. You coach people on on being their best self. So, right. uh, do you do you handle organizations and companies, or do you just do individuals? No, I do all the above. Um, I do a lot of private coaching for individuals. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people really like the fact that my job is just to help them get out of their own damn way yeah you know because at the end of the day it's all between your ears um, so I do that for individuals and then companies bring me in to work with their teams and we do a lot of uh, group concept group cons you know training and programs centered around of mindset and how do you keep yourself right all the way through the process so so with TSS this is hypothetically if they were your client that's what you would su suggest is you need to find because obviously tell, telling them hey fire everyone at the top <laughs> right. isn't going to work but hey you need to run this like a business and hire at least someone managing the day-to-day who's going to treat that like it was a company. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that they revamp and look at the profile of people they've hired and you actually go, okay, okay, who is that that one chipper TSA agent out of all my agents? You know, mm -hmm. that one person is just like super happy. Let's maybe put them in charge of hiring and how they find more people like them. And you start creating a culture. You start creating a tribe of these people and then revamp by hiring better. Cause I think it comes down to it's not the systems in place. Is that right now they suck at hiring. They're, they're, yeah. they're getting people that found this job because it's the only job they can get. And I'm yeah. not talking bad. It's just, you know, if you start hiring for talent, you can pay the same. You're just looking for specific talent. Yeah. Right. Well, that that is, that is a fascinating thought. If somebody wanted to reach out to you to get that kind of one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and stuff like that, how would they go about doing that? Um, so they find me on my website. And it's Donnie, not David. Uh, <laughs> Don <laughs> Loblo, sir. Loblo. <sighs> and it's Bovine, not Bovine. So today I'm David Bovine. So. <laughs> Donnie Bovine. How, how do you spell Bovine, by the way? V is in boy. O-I. V is in Victor. I-N. Two eyes in there. Yep. You gotta watch and out for that. Now you were saying that when you were in the Marine Corps, Marine they Corps. Ha they had a fun time with your name. Yeah, dude, going through Marine Corps boot camp, <laughs> the last name like Bovine. Yeah, dude, we, I caught hell. <laughs> I mean, first day it wasn't Bovine. I mean, out of everybody, the drill instructor just yells out, "Where's Bovine at?" Right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I dealt with that for the you know, the entire time through boot. Camp. Did you expect that going in? Oh yeah, you have. You to. just kind of knew. Well, you know, growing up with a last name like this, yeah. you, you don't expect somebody to get your name right. So when like teach you used to do out roll call like yeah, the first day sure. of class you just listen for something close you'd get hey a brown or or a blah, 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 right or yeah. they would just make up some boy in some weird last right. name so you just got used to it yeah, yeah. donnie and anything ending in b I'm yeah, have yeah my hands up yeah right right so, david's well, a new one though i appreciate it <laughs> anytime anytime i can mess up your name please let me know breaking new ground yeah uh, donnie it's a pleasure ha having you on now you were saying you're on instagram right now and you have uh, almost how many followers i got 6300 followers so i told you you had to get me to 7000 so if you please right, could go to to david's uh, instagram <laughs> account uh to donnie's instagram account follow the like i'm sure you do a lot of success and, i do and uh, inspirational quotes i do a lot of videos a lot of live feeds a lot of trainings free stuff yeah just trying to put as much content out there as so, possible thank you so much for stopping by hey, thanks for having me out uh coming right back with sarah strackhouse and giving you an update on what's happening in the news
the top news stories of the day. First, we are looking at the Waffle House. The shooter is still on the loose in Nashville, Tennessee, after gunning down four people Sunday morning. This is gaining national attention, not only because of the knowledge of years of mental instability in this semi-nude shooter, uh, who, by the way, believed that Taylor Swift was stalking him, a couple of weird things there, but also because 29-year-old James Shaw Jr. heroically tackled the gunman and fought the assault rifle out of his hand. CNN does report that Shaw told report reporters at first he hid in the bathroom, but he de then heard a pause and decided he if he was going to die, then the gunman was, quote, going to have to work for it, end quote. Uh, Shaw was taken to the hospital because a bullet grazed his elbow while he was wrestling the gunman, but he is doing just fine. Think Next. Of, sorry, I was going to say, think <laughs> about how good that byline will look on that guy's Twitter bio. I know, casually just... Gonna have to work for it. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be something. Anyway, I, sorry. I love that. And, you know, with some of the comments b below, everyone's calling him a hero. And he sure. said, you know, I'm not a hero. I was fighting for myself. <laughs> but I doubt the other people who were in that... Uh, in that Waffle House, feel the same way as him. Yeah, I bet they're appreciative. I mean, I guess you don't you don't have to be in the hero mindset to be labeled no. a hero, right? You don't have to be thinking, man, this will make the local news; it'll be awesome. But like, no. I guess he kind of is a hero, right? A little bit. I mean, I think so. I think the other people, no matter what what reasons you were doing it for, I think he was still a hero on that day. Yeah. Right. You stopped something bad from happening. Yeah. yeah you you stop. Yeah. I, I, I'd label that under hero. Right. Why not? I, I absolutely agree. Well, next, we are taking a turn into politics. So we're talking about North Korea and Kim Jong-un, who said last week he'll stop nuclear and missile tests and is shutting down a major testing site. Uh, the Week reports that many are saying this is a good gesture of goodwill ahead of the meeting with President Trump at this year's summit. A little background about this summit. Uh, it'll be the first ever meeting with a current U.S. president and a North Korean leader. Trump says it'll be May or June, but says it could still be canceled if he doesn't think the results will be in his favor, essentially. So we'll wait to see how that goes. I, I suppose we will. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> don't don't have much to say about that. Yeah, it's just going to. All right. Solid uh, picture, yeah. that, by the way, for the stream. Good one. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So another top political headline, Wednesday the Supreme Court is weighing in on the travel ban that was previously okayed in December by the Supreme Court. Fox News reports that the third and current travel ban that's going on right now, the administration put forward, it affects residents of six uh, majority Muslim countries. Lower courts said people from those countries with, quote, bona fide end quote, relationships with someone in the U.S. couldn't be prevented from coming in. So family members, grandparents, those types of people, uh, those types of uh, citizens. Well, Wednesday, the Supreme Court will hear arguments for both sides and is set to have a final ruling by the end of June. Anybody want to jump on the... Nope. Nope, not me. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. In some happier news, uh, the royal family welcomed another baby into the fold this Aww. morning. Yeah, the Duchess yeah. of Cambridge, or Kate, as she's obviously well known, uh, had baby number three, a little baby boy. They already have, of course, Prince George and Princess Charlotte. CBS reports baby and mother doing well. And obviously just, a, you know, I think maybe 30 minutes ago, they just kind of walked out of the hospital and were showing off the little babe. And he's so cute. No updates on the name yet? <laughs> no, uh, not that I saw, unless it just recently came out. That is international yeah. news, the name of the baby. That's yeah. a thing. Have it'll you guys probably heard anything be about John it? or William Yeah, I was going to say, Bob, it'll probably yeah. be, yeah. It's Bob? Super yeah, Bob, yeah. <laughs> Prince Jim. Bob. Here, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Sure. But it could be Prince Robert. Robert. Is Robert Baby popular? Bobby. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, something, something old Robert. and stodgy. Yeah. Charles. Um, <laughs> Charles. One, one of the things I found about the royal wedding that's occurring, uh, you brought that up, was yeah. that um, Megan's not inviting any of her family. 
Oh, they're not invited None. at all? They're None of them. Yeah. Uh, I thought so, they were invited. What about invited, like, her mom and dad? Invited. It said, uh, Megan invites no members of her family. That was the headline. Wow. Now, I didn't reread the full story, so right, right. that could have been a, that could have been a uh, confusing headline, but I don't know how else you interpret that than no one's invited. That's got to bother, of all people, the, the citizens of, of the United Kingdom and Britain, right? I mean, that's got to... Why? Well, if you're getting married, right, and and you ask your 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 significant other, hey, uh, I've got all my family worked out. Who you want to invite? And they're like, oh, none of them. That's a red flag. No, Why? it's because her family is um, has a, a, a storied past. <laughs> well, that's even more concerning. What does that mean? What are they the, What are they trying to hide? What are her, they trying to sweep her under the fa- rug? Yeah, her family. So her family and her have had a very awkward relationship. And again. I'm getting this from like five minutes of like sure. TMZ in the past like thir- three months. Yeah. Um, well, Samantha on Facebook is backing you up. She says her family's terrible. They've been reaching out to all the tabloids. There oh, you go. Oh, so oh, that wow, kind of I didn't stuff. know that. So yeah. you know, there's no Ugh. way to have them go. Because I remember like my family has a has a storied past as well. And I remember at my uh, at my okay, well, it's a very well, East Texas way to put that. <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got, got some family with some past. Sure, like, yeah, no, no, no. Everyone has their baggage, you know. Everyone has like little stuff, like you know, yeah. what's that? I can't remember the saying, but it's like, oh, everyone's got a family, ha ha ha, you know, oh, like man. Okay, of the people who made the list, like made it in into the room, like yeah. past the initial security check, uh, one of them tried to sell drugs during <sighs> the wedding. So that just tells you, like the when I say storied past, I mean. That he made it. He he was on the. You know what? Okay, let's. he'll be he'll be good. Well, no, you know what's no, it wasn't. Really interesting about this to me is like Prince Harry, right? Already he's dating an American. That's already like forbidden yep. fruit. Right, you shouldn't right. do that. But a guy whose family is constantly in the national spotlight is getting together with a woman who wants nothing to do with her family. That's Freudian, man. There's something to that. But I think That's that, interesting. if anything, the UK citizens would love that because they're like, oh, she's leaving her, you know, she's not going to bring over all us trashy Americans uh, into their fold. They, they weren't really happy <laughs> yeah. with her um, for a lot of different various reasons. Some justified, some were uh, absurd. absurd. Like I said, um, yeah. Some, but I'd imagine some of them yeah. feel yeah, like... Her, her yeah. family has, especially I think it's her sister-in-law or half-sister, one of those, mm-hmm. has been trying to like scoop about, you know, Megan being mean and being uh, hoity-toity and like oh she all, all these different things. There's no reason. There's no reason to throw that. If any of my family, even the ones that are shady, any of them had a chance to be in the royal family yeah i would be as nice as nice could be keep your mouth quiet oh yes <laughs> i would be invites to the palace please because the, and in my my theory is like if you date someone for long enough you're gonna know the good the bad and the ugly and i'm sure you know if, if she has her mean moments or her you know attitude times i'm sure he's seen that and you know it does probably. sound like something out of like a judd apatow comedy yeah. though doesn't it like you have this terrible family member you've always hated since day one and they've been mean to you and then turns out they're getting married to like the Prince of England or something. <laughs> Royal wedding and you're like, crashers. Oh my God, does nobody see this the way I do? They've been a bully. They've been terrible to me. Like, yeah. Is there know. any, any ch- and again, I, I, I don't, I'm, pardon my ignorance. Mm. Is there any chance that she'll ever get to be queen? Like if a plane goes down and like 40 <laughs> people are gone. Where's the, where's the tear? Yeah, like, right? Does she does ever she get a chance Well, with the, the amount of royal babies that are being born, I don't, I don't true, think yeah. so. There's yeah. so many people in like line before, sure, yeah, before him. Yeah, next will be Prince George after, yeah. obviously, um, Prince Harry, right? Nope. William? William. No, it's I think, I think Prince George is the next in line. Yeah, after, like after the... Um, 
No, his William. Father. William yeah, would be the William next will be the yeah. Next. Yeah. Prince William right yeah. now. Yeah. And then Prince George, who's the, their first the baby, baby, right? Um, because I saw a picture one time. This is a total sidetrack, but I saw a picture one time of uh, Prince George going to like kindergarten, Aww. and he goes to like regular kindergarten with all the other. I'm sure like super rich kids, regular kindergarten. But, yeah, <laughs> but imagine how much pressure that kindergartner teacher is like under, like has. Prince George as your student because he can't do anything bad. But could you imagine if he was yeah. like obviously I don't have any precedence to say this but like can you imagine if he was like a bully and like they had to like talk to like the royal family and be yeah. like your son is throwing pencils. No he's not. <laughs> and no. The other students gracefully get tossed pencils right. at them by, right. by Prince George. He's, he's giving out, first, giving so out pencils to the masses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, with some speed and velocity. His charitable <laughs> yeah. He wants to make kindness. sure they don't get intercepted. Right. <laughs> We're going to go on a quick break when we come back though we have a dilemma zach is in a quandary he has been losing sleep at night over this thing he uh, full-on stress uh we can help save zach and his pet dilemma coming up next on the lunch break show Lunch Break Show. I am Josh in studio with Matt Stoker in the booth and in studio here with Zach and Sarah. Now, Zach has been rubbing his forehead, sweating, losing sleep at night over one very important dilemma that he is facing. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying not, not to build this up too much, uh, but he's worried about, one, he's not a pet guy. Not a pet guy. And he I think we've is, had this discussion on the we show have, before. We have. He is dating someone that is a pet person. Uh, and she wants to have a pet, and so he is now, I think, conceded to having a cat. Yeah. Well, um, you got it, right? Yeah. At some point in time, a cat will be purchased. Yep. Um, and now his main his main fear is um, proper maintenance in keeping the house not smelling like a cat exists. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've talked about this before. First things first, solid pick. Man. Yeah. Uh, and second to Samantha Knight in the comments, we are talking about cats. I'm sorry you weren't invited. Feel free to come down, I guess. Yeah. We've got an extra mic. Why not? Uh, yeah. She can fill in on the camera. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so with the cat, right? Uh, Christine, love her to death. Uh, she hasn't been pushing the cat thing particularly difficult. And that's, a, that's an important place to start here. It's not like she's pestering me. No. It's not like every day I get home, gosh, I wish I had a cat. It's like once every two months, just a comment slides in somewhere. And that's enough for me to be like, the boyfriend radar is going off. 
That's a good boyfriend. At move, some I point, think, I need to, to be. That. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't ignore this forever. I, at some point. I need to concede, right? We talked about this before. It's one of our early, uh, early, early shows where you guys both said that at some point you you have to, you're gonna have to get a pet. You're gonna have to roll over and do it. Yeah. So so you just need sure. to figure out the easiest way to do it. And if I'm gonna get a pet, I'll do it on my terms. Growing up, my sister always had pets. Uh, I was never a pet owner. She was always a pet owner. But we had a family dog, a couple family cats. That was fine. But I was never particularly like responsible with them, and because they were my sister's pets, anytime I had to take the dog for a walk, it was well, I have to walk my sister's dog. It was never mine. Never had that ownership, right? Okay. So it always felt like an obligation. It always felt like a chore. I had to take care of a pet that wasn't mine that I didn't want to have to take care of. So when I think about owning pets now, that's where I'm at, right? I, I, I'm wary because it's like it just feels like a responsibility. You gotta walk the dog. You gotta go get food. Like you gotta, you gotta sort that whole thing out. That's <laughs> a hassle for me. Sure, Matt, you own a lot of pets. You can understand that. Uh, yeah. Well, I, no, I can't understand that mentality. But right. I, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for getting a pet, right? If we're gonna have one, we're gonna be in an apartment, and we we've decided if it's gonna if we gotta do it, it's gonna be a cat. That's the way it's going to go. And I think that's fair. I, I, I live in an apartment, can't provide a good life for a dog. Dogs are supposed to be outside, running around, having fun, right? Like cooped up apartment, that's no good. But if I'm going to get a cat, I need to start coming to terms with how it's going to happen. And, and the first thing I could think of, the first step was, how do I keep my apartment from smelling like a cat? <laughs> and I don't think cats are particularly smelly animals. They can they have to be. But I don't it know enough about cats to know. Like, so... Yeah. I was hoping I could I could draw on on the uh, ire of the lunch break crew and you can help me out. <laughs> well, so I have two dogs and uh, right. like I was saying kind of before, they're mostly outside dogs except for, you know, at night. Um so they hang out outside so they're not kind of um you know, in the house a ton, mm-hmm. but they what I do is, you know, we clean the house regularly and I'm big on spraying counters and I think that smell kind right. of helps things and I'm also a big candle lighter. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, you know, that's the way we kind of think about making sure the area stays clean and anything they kind of land will wash every so often. But I'm, I'm also an animal like freak. I'm obsessed with dogs. So if I could have like 25, I would. Do you own any cats? I don't, but I did growing up, and they were both outdoor cats. Okay. So I'm not a good cat. So I'm getting the impression because like a lot of your dogs and cats are outside. Yeah. So like my dogs would not exist outside. They, right. they, they wouldn't make it. They wouldn't make it. Well, I have a Pomeranian. Yeah. And my wife's convinced that if we left the Pomeranian outside for longer than a few minutes, a falcon would come by and grab the Pomeranian. That's not, that's not unreasonable. Could. That yeah. really is not unreasonable no, to not happen. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I'll stop mocking her <laughs> silently whenever that happens. But we have a Bernice Mountain Dog. And in, in the like very, very hot summer days like he has to be inside and and in then like they have like a little they have like an area that they stay during the day like cove yeah like a cove with like all their toys and they can still have room to like run around and play yeah. but as, as far as the because the, the, i have three dogs and they're all they all shed like crazy so right. one thing is i went out and bought a little like robot vacuum because oh, yeah i don't know, know know if cats shed or not i know that cats like fur gets, yeah, they gets on you yeah uh, but for us we vacuum the house every day a little vacuum goes out Every day. It's a full bin every day of hair. Uh, so that's step one for us. Uh, step two is uh, my wife is very paranoid about having the house smell like dogs, much as you are. Yeah. Uh, and so it is a, uh, a candle clean. The dogs are always mm-hmm. clean. So, mm-hmm. again, I don't know a lot about cats. Do so you have to take cats to get them washed and bathed? Uh, no. They generally, they generally take care of that themselves unless okay. they are sick or overweight. <laughs> 
Sorry. I don't know why you laughed at, at a fat cat trying to take care of itself. Not being able, I don't know why. I, I just I, think it's funny when cats I, are fat. I, to me, the humorous part about this is how much you, because you're trying to like play it off now, but generally you are stressed. I about hope you can this. see the concern on my face, yeah, like you sitting are, here thinking you are, about and it. And then when you ask Matt, who has like a whole farm in his house, I, he was like, yeah, it's not that hard. You just it's really not. clean the pet it's thing not. out. I yeah. think about like cats like clawing things up, right? They'll clawing do that. up your couch. <laughs> yeah, they'll do that, <laughs> they'll right? Do that, yeah. Going yeah. to the bathroom just randomly in the apartment. They is... don't They don't typically do that. Okay. No, cats are very clean as far as where they go to the bathroom. So as long as you have litter there, and uh, some are more picky than others. So mm-hmm. some don't like a dirty litter box. So as long as you're scooping regularly... You, they're fine. Yeah. Uh, if if it's a little bit dirty, I we have one cat that it's if it's a little bit dirty, uh-huh. she doesn't like that, and she'll go like right outside of the litter box. Regular scooping is important. I think. Yeah. I know. I, mean, I know. You can pers- get automatic. You can get an automatic litter box that does it for you, no, if, no. you if you can't handle it. Nope. That breeds laziness. An automatic says, "Well, I'm not going to do it every <laughs> day." Nope. Don't get one. Do it every day. That's where I'm at. Like I, I don't. <laughs> It's kind of the same with the vacuum, but I think honestly, as far as the shedding goes, the vacuum's the only way to go. If I'm getting one of these things, it, I might have to get, get a like a Roomba or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so a wait, Samsung. We got a, a Roomba for Samsung wedding shower. electric. What is, what is that uh, thing called? It's the uh, vortex. Si- yeah, the cyclone back. <laughs> yeah, but so, I do have to say, the Roomba has some trouble on the carpet. Why is that? The mine does not. I, just, I don't know. It just. I, I, I don't know. We've just always had issues on the carpet. Josh has like an arm. It can pull it up to walls. Yeah, so uh, mine is the, again, it, no sponsor. Heated, no, no. The Samsung no. Cyclone. Uh, and it goes up to the edge. It senses an edge. An arm comes out to get to the bottom and yeah. then pull it in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, this thing's uh, no joke. That's like, that's like almost like AI, like robotic. <laughs> well, like it does scan your room. Intelligence. It, scan, it scans your room with a little like red laser and it maps out. What does that arm out. do? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, every night go goes through. Back, back, back. I'm going to go back to when you said I, I was lazy. Yeah. Uh, that's not no, no, lazy. No, no, no. I think no. that's efficient. It's efficient. Because we still vacuum with an actual vacuum. Right. But we, who has time? Every night to vacuum their house. No, 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 no. It's it's about the litter box. It's not the it's not the vacuum. The, the vacuum. I, I can get behind the automatic vacuum. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm, I might have to snag one of those. I agree with that. Um, I think if you have an automatic litter box, doesn't that encourage you to not clean it out that often? You're like, oh, it's no. automatic. It'll take care of it. Like, no, because it it fills up eventually. So you have to you have to clean that out. Yeah, but that will produce some kind of smell. I right? was gonna say that would no, produce. It's, a it's big usually locked away inside of a, a chamber or something. Yeah. Like. Uh, Samantha online says you can protect your furniture with blankets. Uh, often you can find a declaw or at, you can get your cat declawed at a shelter. Isn't declawing? <laughs> no, she says you can find a declawed cat at a shelter. There, you yeah. don't want to get your cat right. declawed because it, it's, it's very inhumane. bad for them. Yeah. Right. yeah. Sorry, you can find a declawed cat. Uh, yeah. All right. I was reading that, that quick. So my yeah. main concerns here are, are, are the litter box, the shedding, and the clawing things, right? And all three of those things are things I will have to deal with if I have a cat. Right. I, I mean, yeah. If you want to, we've tried with the with the clawing stuff. They ha- they make little caps you can put on on your cat's nails. They that sort of varies. You know, they oh, they funny. don't necessarily stay on yeah. all that well. But it's better than declawing your cat. It's basically just like a little rubber thing that puts on. But really, honestly, like the 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 thing that you can do is just give them something to scratch on. If they have something to scratch on, you spray it. You encourage them to go to that instead of go to your furniture. Right. They're typically fine. So you're going to have some kind of scratching post probably. Yes. I know Samantha said you should you should play with your cats, right? That's a thing. 
You should, yeah. <laughs> you just get like you a little like fishing line. Encourage like them to. I, I got this is like a. I guess you have to play with them and uh, interact. <laughs> you have to entertain them. Look, I want to know what I'm getting into. Yeah, here, look at them. Right? That's why we're doing this, isn't it? I mean, that's. <laughs> they need food and water. It's true. How often you got to feed these things? Anyway, twice a day? Uh, one cup of food, too? I mean, it, it, what's, what's your net raised, cost don't they? for having a cat? One cat, not very much. Honestly, other than vet bills, one cat oh, is God, not very vet expensive. Bills. Yeah, that's a whole hassle. Dear God, How don't, often you got to get a cat. Don't get a cat. Just there you go. Get a gerbil. Don't. It's my. It's my. It's my fault. Don't get a cat. These are very. This is going to ruin your relationship. These are very reasonable concerns. No, I think you are overanalyzing something. It doesn't need to be overanalyzed, and it's going to work its way into your relationship. It's going to cause problems. I think the only people who say I shouldn't overanalyze owning a pet are pet owners. People who are already too deep to go back. It's right? not too deep. It's just that you realize it's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal whatsoever. And especially whatsoever. when you love it and, like, you're like, oh, my God, this is my baby cat. Like, if you pick it out, if, like, you go with your girlfriend and yeah. you pick it out and you yeah. take ownership for it, like you said, you didn't, you, you know, it wasn't the most fun walking your sister's dog. But if yeah. it's yours and you take ownership no. and the cat, it's like your bro cat or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, all, maybe, yeah. as all cool guys say, here's my, my bro, bro cat. cat. Okay. Then maybe you'll, you know what I mean? Then maybe you'll be like, oh, I, like, I don't mind feeding it because, like, it's, you know, I have ownership over it. Like, it's my, I protect it. Okay, I, I'm familiar with this one. How about this? You go out of town, you gotta have somebody watch your dog. What about cats? Can cats you just put out food for a couple days and they'll be okay? It just depends Usually. on how long you're gonna be gone. But yeah, they have automatic feeders. Cats are fine for, okay. you, could, you could go out of town for a day or two. That softens and the blow yeah. a little bit. Automatic That's feeders so and water. I could deal with okay. that, yeah. Otherwise, just have somebody stop by your apartment and check on the cat. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well. As the cat hides under the, under the couch, that's fine. Just, seen yeah. Yeah. just make sure, again. just make yeah. sure they have water and food, and um, it doesn't smell like they're I'm, dead. I'm well, well suited for. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it'll I, be I, less daunting once you get the. Cat. I know, I know. Once <laughs> once you're in too deep, it won't be yeah. so bad. Yeah. I, I got it. I, I just excuse me for being very clinical in my approach. I apologize, Samantha. See, thank you for offering to babysit my cat. Yeah, okay. I there see no issues at all with this ever. No. It's going to go. I see every issue whatsoever. The second that cat does something weird. It's gonna get thrown off the balcony. <laughs> yeah, I we'll be talking about it in the future on the lunch break. Yeah, yeah what the cat did over uh, the weekend. I'm excited I, to learn more would, about this cat. I would love to have a lunch break poll where we get to help you choose the cat. <gasps> yes. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be kind of fun. Also, have you thought of a name? No. El Gato. Oh, funny. The yeah. <laughs> what, whatever she comes up with. It's, yeah, that's she probably can, a good idea. Yeah. But, I mean, that, doesn't that kind of tie into my problem, right, the, with, the, with the not owning a cat? If it's her cat, then I'll feel the same way. My, my only issue with this, and again, I, I kind of want to go to break. It's your cat together. That's yeah. Not, it doesn't have to be hers. That's, right. that's my issue. I, I, I want to go to break. I feel like this has kind of run its course. But it's my, true. My yeah, fear, we've gotten the mileage out My of fear with this is that you're rolling over when you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You're conceding to something that you don't really want to do mm -hmm. when there's not a practice. She's not asking you every single day yeah. to get a cat. She's brought it up a handful of times in the past few months. Yeah. And you're like, well, I got to do it. Like, if you don't want a cat, and it appears to me that you're this stressed out about not getting a cat, yeah. you're doing something proactively that doesn't have to get done. Uh-huh. And so that's my only concern for you is that you're overanalyzing it and af afraid of all these different things that don't have to happen. Uh -huh. If you don't get a cat, you're fine. She's not going to like leave you or break <laughs> up with you. Nothing has to change. I think at some point I'm going to have an animal. But yeah, if but you if you tend to overanalyze things in general, and then yeah. once it actually happens, it's fine. Then that maybe that's what this is. Like right. I, I, you know, I don't know. You, I mean, you and your girlfriend will know best with your personal life. But if you like overanalyze or like get hesitant about certain things and like research a lot, yeah. and then you're actually doing it and it's okay, then mm -hmm. 
maybe yeah. this might be okay once you're doing it. Yeah. That, that's my only know. fear for you. Because, right. like, for me, it was a like, – when we got our first dog, uh, it was a we're getting a dog and you get to be here. Right. <laughs> so, great. Like, it was not a, like, you know, it, it, yeah. we both, again, we both love the dog. Um, Beer is her name. Beer. Um, oh. I wanted a Basset Hound. She wanted a Pomeranian. So, we compromised and got a Pomeranian. Uh, and that, that that's how that worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was definitely a, you know, we both wanted a dog, because mm-hmm. she'll be quick to comment. We both wanted a, a, a dog, but she led the reins on that. Right. Um, with this, you don't want a pet. You're just going well if what she wants, but you're if you're so worked up about it, I would hate for that to lead back into stress. Right. In in the pet ownership of sure. it. Sure. Why don't you babysit an animal? Yeah. What right. I'm foster a foster yeah, one try of us. Uh, yeah, you could, you could you could not one of mine, but you <laughs> you can I've foster stories. Here's I mean here's what I'll say about all this. It's fine to, to look at all this stuff, have all these questions, get them answered. But what I'm going to say is, you'll find if you do just do it right. Uh, and I I agree with Josh to an extent. Like if you're just absolutely dead set about not having a cat or not having an animal, then maybe not. I mean there are plenty of people who get animals that probably shouldn't have animals. Yeah. Generally, being concerned about this stuff means you're probably going to be okay. You're gonna, you know, it needs food. You know, it needs water. You know, the thing <laughs> needs to be scooped out. Mm-hmm. You're concerned about that. There are people who get animals who aren't concerned about that stuff, right? And then, and those are the real people who shouldn't be pet owners, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. So, like, and you'll find once you get one, it's not that big a deal. No, I, it's, it's like all of that, all that stuff washes away because you have an animal that keeps you company and and is nice to have around, and all the little annoyances. I mean, look, I've got, we've got dogs we've got cats we've got fosters we've had ducks it's like w- all that stuff is annoying but the good parts way outweigh the bad right i i do think there's there's genuinely something human about having an animal having a pet like there's there's something to it all right and even though i'm not a pet owner i believe that there is quality in being a pet owner at some point i'd like to be one i just got to make that transition and at some point i'd like to which is why i'm having conversations like this now sure i'm, I'm at the lake i'm on the dock i'm ready to jump in and you're all telling me the water's fine don't freak out yeah all right i agree i just need a little coaxing right? <laughs> I, I need a little i need a little bit of, of love in here all right yeah, i know and josh is giving me the push so we should probably get out of this segment and move on yeah, <laughs> right? saying, a push into the water right yeah. yes just fall in it's fine it, it you'll yeah you'll swim i got it uh, we're going to take a quick break, though, when we come back. Uh, it wouldn't be a lunch break show on a Monday if we didn't have food news. Food news is coming up next on RNC and the Lunch Break Show.
And we are back on the Lunch Break Show. I am Josh in the studio talking about food news. First off, it's late in the day, but thank you so much for joining us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, whichever format you are watching us on right now. I am Josh. This is uh, Zach to my right. And then in the studio is Matt. And we are grateful that you're watching us. Please like, follow, and subscribe. Leave comments. You can email us at the lunch break show at realnewspr.com. The lunch break at realnewspr.com. So close. That's us. Uh, the lunch break at nearly re- there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I that that's like my shtick. I just get names wrong. That's right. my thing. That's what I do. Uh, we all need to get on board there's, with that. There's value in that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so in food news, I'm I'm disconcerted. Disconcerted. Yes. It's a big word. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm bothered at the headline that I read. That's because okay. I'm I, I'm a jerky fan. You guys like jerky? Yeah. Yeah, sure. There's nothing wrong with jerky. Like road trip. Why did my head immediately go to the Jerky Boys? That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Yeah. I assume. Frank I'm a Jerky uh, Boys fan as well. <laughs> <laughs> like road trip and beef jerky, and even like I'm even okay with like the ones off of Thirty that have like the different like kind of animals. It has like alligator and deer, and sure. I found all that. Sure. It, kind it, of meat. Yeah. Jerky, I can get behind. We're Texans. Jerky's great. Love yeah, it. it's like a, I like it. I don't eat it eat it often enough, but no, I like to it. me, it's like a road trip food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm in the so car, it's a good it's a good car food. Yeah, if I'm I'm in the car sure. driving for a long way, I'll get a Coke. And uh, there's that famous jerky stand off like 45, right? Or is it off 35? Heading into Houston or, or Austin? It's 40, like a, 45 would be headed into Houston. 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 I, I make that drive all the time. Uh, Woody Smokehouse? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, Either maybe. way, it's or a Bucky's. Yeah, maybe it's on the way to. Waco, yeah, so down be. 35. But famous little jerky place. I saw this headline, and my heart kind of sank a little bit. Hurt. Oh, no. Um, foods like kale are starting to have jerky. So we're going to have kale jerky. Vegetarians have taken enough from us. And now, and now <laughs> Whoa. this. Whoa. Kale totally jerky. Unnecessary. Yeah. It is. It's wow. unnecessary. They've taken from us. What have they taken? Okay. Here's my here, – so my, my wife. <laughs> Let's. My wife's a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. No problem with being a vegetarian. Do it for dietary reasons. Totally get it. Totally fine. Sure. Uh, doing it for for humane reasons. Totally get it. Totally fine. Yeah. Um, but here's my only little shtick about <laughs> about the, vegetarian the restaurants. Stick in your spokes. Uh, I've been to Spiral Diner. Phenomenal food. Spiral food. Diner. Yeah, it's a vegan restaurant. Okay. So yeah. it's hard to find true like. Vegetarian restaurants. Yeah, you have a handful, but usually they're tied to like um, religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a, a lot of like vegan restaurants. Yeah, which is no animal products at all. And so there's a place called Spiral Diner. It's there's one in Fort Worth, one in Denton, I believe now. And sounds then, like a Denton thing. And then yeah. one in uh, one in like um, not not like Bishop Arts, but just north of there. It's, um, it's Oak Cliff, though. Oak, Oak, Oak Cliff, Cliff. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking Oak Cliff. I don't know why yeah. that was the first thing. Uh, and, that, I was like, and the Oak food, Cliff, probably. The, the, the one thing I get there, if you're gonna gonna go, uh, is the nachos. Nachos are phenomenal. Nachos. But yeah, outside of that, everything else is kind of. What comes on the nachos? So it's cashew cheese, which sounds disgusting, but it's not. It's actually not 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 bad. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually it's pretty cashew tasty. Cashew cheese. Cashew cheese. Uh, and they put on. And it's it's not Satan. It's called like. Something else, but it's a type of meat that's spelled out like Satan, S A T A N. Okay. Uh, and it's the the meat they put on top. Well, sorry, sure. the the meat they put on top. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it it's fine. Everything else is a little bit off. My my beef with them is they don't have any. They 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 name their foods after meat options. Right. 
And so my mind goes into the mode of They're trying to trick you. Like it's chick sandwich, but it's not a chicken sandwich. It's uh-huh. just spelt weird. And it's some it's like, like chickpeas. T- yeah, like a chickpea or yeah. it's like a tofu patty that's been like pressed and grilled. And they put like barbecue seasoning on there. Yeah. And it's just not the same. And so you go into a place, and I've only thing I've been able to eat there that I've liked, like really, really, really enjoyed, are the nachos. Mm-hmm. Everything else has just been like my mind was they had like gumbo once, and you shouldn't do gumbo. You shouldn't do <laughs> a vegetarian gumbo or a vegan gumbo because it's just it's not the same. Yeah. your mind knows what it's supposed to taste like, and then you bite into it and you go, nope. That's not not what it's supposed to taste like. Right. You you you've uncovered a, a bigger argument here, right? Uh, should vegans name their things after after things that aren't vegan? Try try to fake beef and and chicken and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the answer is no, right? Like make your own thing, make your own words. Just call it something different. I mean, yeah, not, not call it something different per se. But wait, yeah, so why? are you wait? Are you then afraid that they're going to call kale jerky beef jerky and no, you're going to get gonna, confused gonna, one day? It's going to be like, oh, here's some, and, here's some great jerky. I'm, oh, okay, cool. I grab a <laughs> stick of jerky and it's kale, which by the way isn't the most pleasant taste ever right. i'm just really curious how they make it like i i've heard I'm of sure the kale chips take I mean, I, kale and they just like press it down like take a lot of kale i guess and just like press it <laughs> just squeeze it really hard yeah as you would do jerky right um <laughs> dry I, it out i samantha asked this on facebook she said how does this take away from you the meat eaters what are vegetarians taking vegetarians aren't taking anything they're missing out on the opportunity to immortalize something they make in a broader sense no. like why why name something after chicken everybody knows what chicken is chicken's been around forever chicken has worked itself into the annals of history as a thing right i argue the same about tofu i say tofu you know what i'm talking about somebody <laughs> had to come up with the word tofu it didn't yeah. just come out of nowhere yeah and they didn't just name it fake chicken they didn't try to name it fake beef they named it tofu and they made it a thing right yep. you're creating the abstract in a solid earthly sense yeah they need to do that with their dishes. Like, like don't don't name don't name fake chicken. Don't had, try to fool us. If you had chickpea patty, great. I got that. I don't know what a yeah. chickpea patty is. Sure. If you just had like vegetarian patty or something else, but when you try to name something that's related to beef, to answer her question, what they take from me normally, normally what they take from me, because <laughs> I, I know what she's trying to say. Yeah. is the enjoyment of, of of beef. My wife doesn't do this all the time, but like. She wants to buy, and this isn't a fight we're gonna have today or tomorrow. Uh-huh. This is a, a future. Sounds like a, we might a future fight. No, no, for my wife, a future okay. fight is in the world. You can see it coming. Yeah, is because now we have a son. Yes, we have we have uh, made we have made a child. Uh-huh. And before we were a house divided, and that's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> totally she's okay. vegetarian. I meet. Uh, she makes a little small like toss, like toss a grenade. Because before for her, the meat thing was just about. Um, she didn't like the taste, but now she's watched a couple of documentaries yeah. about animals and different things, and she feels differently. Uh, and so every once in a while, she'll kind of like toss, like, "Oh, I'm so happy you get to enjoy that," and then like talks about this one documentary. <laughs> and I'm like, "You're ruining, you're ruining my enjoyment right. of this meat, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this phenomenal, phenomenal dish yeah. right. that could have been bought at Whole Foods and had a had a wonderful, non horrific life." Uh, could have been, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't sure. know. But that, that to me is like an issue, and it's hard to argue that. It's hard when she brings up those points. It's hard to go, well, you're right, but I, I want to eat it, so right. I have to kind of like that, that. That's that's kind of an issue that I'm trying to deal with now personally. But how we raise our son, will he be vegetarian? Will he be a carnivore? Uh-huh. That is the 
that is the future the future fight that's coming. It's gonna be a rough one. Any, yeah, it's gonna be a rough one. Probably no progress either way. Or yet, well, right, he's right still now, too young right now he's vegetarian because okay. she feeds him, and so well, I, I feed him breakfast and dinner. But she wants to try everything that she gives him, yeah. and she's not gonna eat meat. And I now I don't care. Right. Uh, and ultimately, I don't care if he's a veg- veg- vegetarian. Uh-huh. I don't. Like, I don't have a dog in that fight. I mean, because I still get to eat meat. <laughs> So hey, right. at the end of the yeah. day, he's my, an independent being. Yeah, he can do what sure. he wants. I'm eating meat. That's that's what's important. But I to don't me. want him to be anti meat. Okay. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want him to be like, if you eat meat, it's because you're a horrible, you know, godless person mm-hmm. who has no soul or humanity. Right. And you, you know, this is you know, you see the videos that this one do- or two documentaries have made about these places that do ungodly things to animals and this is what you what you're what you're creating i don't want him to think that way right if he's doing it because he just likes tofu more than chicken great sure but that's that's a future i i see that happening I've only, I've, how are I you gonna approach that? Just, I, I don't know I, i've only got i've only got one one real response to this and it's hardly a real response i i discovered uh at some point in college that i really enjoyed boca burgers they're frozen yeah like, you know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah, they're great. Six are great. They're great. But they don't say on them, like, 100% non-beef, fake beef patty or anything. Mm-hmm. It's a burger. It's great. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't beat around the bush. It doesn't try to be something it's not. It's yep. its own unique flavor. It's its own unique approach. And I dig it. Usually when I've found vegetarian patties mm-hmm. that try to say beef, you know, it's yeah. just like beef, they have never, ever come close not in taste nor texture texture usually is the worst thing they're just mushy usually and it's awful (laughs) so uh yeah i'm fine with just knowing it's a veggie burger and it's gonna be something different right i guess i just i'd like it to be blunt with me right just just tell me what's up right (laughs) i i know i'm eating vegetarian just give it to me straight doc you know give me give me the bad news let's let's get it get it over with (laughs) yeah or good news if you're i don't know yeah sorry i feel like i'm Stepping well, that, 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 that's the deal for me. Is like I, I see Samantha online. I guess she's trying to go back vegetarian again. Oh, is she? Uh, that's that, that's what I heard her say last week. Well, and she she thought she was anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, I don't know. It, it's quite possible that I that I got that incorrect. Uh, but she's giving me the eye roll and and a verbal <laughs> and probably justifiable tongue lashing scolding. Yeah, yeah. I love in the comments that rather than just use like the eye roll emoji, she just typed the word eye roll. eye roll. I love yeah. it. But that's love you, Samantha. But that Thanks. that that's my concern. It, that when I because I, I told my wife before, it bothers me when we go out to a vegetarian place don't have meat options. Mm-hmm. So if I want to I want to go with you to a vegetarian restaurant, and I know it's a dumb argument. I I, I know, I know it's stupid. <laughs> so like just put it on the table. I'm aware of how dumb that 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 is. <laughs> but my my logic says if I go to a steakhouse, you can get a salad, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. But if we go yeah, to yeah, a, yeah. A, yep. a vegetarian restaurant, I got nothing other than having to eat whatever fake chicken they came up with that doesn't taste good. It's so funny because you you said, I know it's a dumb argument, and the first thing I thought was, well, if you go to a steakhouse, you can get a salad. Why do we immediately <laughs> jump to that? <laughs> I don't know. Why is that our jumping off point? Like, well, it's you know, it's, it doesn't go both ways here. I mean... I guess you're kind of right, though. Yeah, like a vegetarian place should probably have a little I mean, I have to imagine that a a place that decides to be a vegetarian (laughs) restaurant is doing so for grounds other than simply nutrition. 
and then it would probably be a little uh, against their morals to serve meat of any kind. I'll be honest, they, and they could name that whatever they want. I guess they can name anything whatever they want as their menu. But honestly, if I went to a vegetarian place with like Christine and she was trying to eat vegetarian, and they had like one hamburger on there that was called the murder or something, yeah! just something yeah. homicide. Like just name it whatever you want. You can you put in the description like yeah. absolute worst thing you could ever do. Pete yeah. hate you. Yeah. I'd probably order that and eat it. I'll have like, why the. Not? I am a horrible person. Yep. Medium rare. I'm fine please. with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that would that would be great. And I they would make be... you order it that right. way. Yeah. 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 Right. Just don't don't yeah. don't don't try to fool my subconscious <laughs> by saying I don't know. Hey, I, beef. Just but just not have really. it be like a smoking section where you have to go through a door. <laughs> That's right. And be like, all right, you can order the meat over <laughs> you have to here. Sit in the back. Yeah. And as you open the door, you hear boo. <laughs> yeah. People know what time. you're doing. Yeah. You got to make that choice. That would be a good idea. And again, I know it's the dumb argument, and it shouldn't be a thing. And if it really comes down to should animals be abused for food? The answer is obviously no. I, I I just wish I wish there was a way uh, to like have both to have oh. the best of both worlds. Animals not have to die, and me still get to have prime rib. <laughs> I wish I wish that world could exist. Well, they're I mean, right they're, now they're working on lab grown meat. Sure, right? that's a thing. Where you land on that lab grown meat? I try it. I try, try it. Why not? Why not? What do I stand? I feel lose? like that's one of the things that you'd hear about, like. 20 years later and goes, well, it gives you cancer. And right, yeah, go, well, it gives no, you, duh. It gives you yeah. all the cancers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we like to imagine lab-grown meat, obviously, isn't as good as the real thing, but God, could you imagine if you took a bite of lab-grown meat and it's like the best steak you've ever had? Sure, in your yeah. <laughs> you can never come back. It's better than the, than the, than the I, traditional. I would, I would try as well. Yeah, so. Why not? And if it's awesome, great. No animals were harmed in the making of this meat. Perfect. Andy um, points out we have lab-grown people. I'm not really sure what he's... What, uh, distinction he's trying to draw there. Lab Should we eat them? Meat. Is that what he's well, trying to say? I guess to be fair, in in, this, in the vein of your 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 vegetarian argument, lab grown meat probably shouldn't be called meat, right? Oh, I, would, yeah, I sure. wouldn't say it's an all yeah. beef patty if it's grown in a lab. Like, is it though? Is it all beef? Really? I don't not, know. not really. All right. We've gotten off to, again. Kale nothing, jerky started this. Nothing was answered. Kale jerky uh, I got in a lot of trouble <laughs> by a lot of different people, as usual. Yeah. Uh, thank you for watching and tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, uh, you can do all the bashing at Zach Lewis at real P, realnewspr.com. Oh, or, God, that's actually my email. <laughs> yeah, I nailed that one. I got that one right. Yeah. Uh, or follow us, like us, and share us on, online. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you on Wednesday at 12 o'clock. Destination for premium talk radio.